this this is my dream engagement ring Ah. I mean, I have to, you know, have a fian- a boyfriend and a fiance first. Right. I honestly, How much was that? It's, I think with the two carat, oh, it's yeah. probably going to be about £50,000, so $100,000. <laughs> so we just need to find you someone that has a or, disposable 100000 Or I need to make my own money entirely. And, and do marry and yourself. Just, and marry myself. Be one of those weirdos that marries themselves, but not actually marry, like don't actually marry yourself because I think that was very intense. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Girls Without Degrees podcast. Finally, we're here. I know, finally. <laughs> we've been talking about this for so long and we just... I don't know. We've just been really wanting to get something up and off the ground and kind of create a community that supports people um, that obviously don't have degrees, but also just a little bit of a fun forum in terms of navigating the workforce as young women, um, navigating life as young women. Yeah, for sure. Especially not social young women. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Navigating just like, yeah, like you say, navigating life and just everything as young women and the challenges that can come with that and yeah yeah and yeah just deep joy Woo. deep joy so Rosie tell me a little bit about you give us some background okay. info a little, bit background, <laughs> a little bit of background about me start from the start, start, from the start. <laughs> well I when was I born in the womb <laughs> um no I mean I did keep my mum in labour for like 48 hours and was born two weeks late so <laughs> late to my own birth chronically late for literally everything apart from it. work I'd like to add I'm not late to work I'm just late for everything else I am the person that's like yeah I'm like five minutes away when I've not even showered that's actually me but I'm also late to work <laughs> I like walk out the door at half eight and I start at half eight and I'm like, and she's like I'm gonna leave for work in like five minutes 15 minutes goes by and she's still not left for work um, literally oh well who cares yeah, so a little bit of background about me is, yeah, so my name is Rosie. My actual name is obviously Hannah, but we just don't discuss that. My name is Rosie. It's fine. For the sake of living in New Zealand, my name is Rosie. Um, I moved over from the UK like five weeks ago, came over to New Zealand two years ago, completely fell head over heels in love with the place, realized that this is definitely where I was supposed to be. So yeah, came back over about five weeks ago, hopefully for good. Plus let me stay, Jacinda. Although I'm sure Jacinda. Maybe not Jacinda a bit. Maybe not. <laughs> Jacinda shortly but anyway um Jacinda and whoever whoever follows after her um and yeah so I obviously work in I'm 26 years old disgusting it's getting too close to 30 for my own liking not there's anything wrong with being 30 but for my personal I'm getting too close um I work in digital marketing the specialism in social media I am absolutely dog obsessed I love to hike and shit like that I love to swim, trying to convince Maddie to come in the sea swimming with me. She's, oh, no. she's not having it so far. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of it about me, really. Maddie, tell me something about you. Something? I mean, tell me several things about you. <laughs> uh, there's lots of things. Um, I don't really know where to start. Someone said to me the other day, they're like, I could just listen to your life stories forever, but I was genuinely like, um... And that's the entire podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's just going to be Maddie mostly telling her life stories. <laughs> the podcast and my life stories. Well, um, I was... I don't think I was late... 
I, as a baby. Oh, really? I think I was maybe early. Like, I don't actually know. I couldn't tell you. All I know is when I was born, the day I was born. Wait, did you know what time you were born? Uh, six in the morning. Oh, okay. Oh, so you are an early riser. Early riser, yeah. Um, I like to still think of myself as an early riser, but a lot of people, especially the one that sleeps in the same bed as me, will argue that I'm yeah, not and that not. I literally delay my alarm 20 times, maybe 30 times. Like, yeah. I'm terrible. But I same sort of background I guess as Rosie like I work in digital marketing again specializing and really focusing on social media we love our little socials we love our socials um definitely don't judge our socials because yeah, Christ, no, don't. this is a ad hoc thing so we've kind of got so many things on the go right now that it's yeah. our very it's just where we priority. have it's just where we have fun okay it's where we have fun so yeah. it's not going to be super polished and professional and that's fine yeah that's exactly fine. Actually, you'll see a lot of dogs and yeah. that's all that really matters so if you like dogs that's perfect yeah that's true but yeah I've um I like we met back in a at a summer camp in 2018 2018 um working in the hardest summer of all of our lives um yeah for sure yeah um Rosie did not love it I didn't not I didn't <laughs> not love it it just and like it taught me so much and completely changed who I was as a person yeah it's just at the time I was like <laughs> this is so hard <laughs> I think there's definitely like a lot of experiences that you go through when you're like it's, it's really it's like a bonding hard. experience I, yeah. I mean we've been talking about this podcast since, since 2018 then. yeah since the, it's, it's been it was a bit harder to make when we lived in separate countries in separate literal separate sides of the world separate hemispheres yeah. it was a bit harder to make because so a fun fact about Maddie that she hasn't actually told oh. is that she's lived pretty much here there and everywhere so I, you're I born in Tahiti born in Tahiti then lived in New, New Zealand. Zealand then went back to Tahiti yeah then came back to New Zealand then moved to Singapore and then this is where it gets hectic so hectic went Singapore America Singapore New Zealand Singapore America Singapore America Australia Singapore Sing- uh, Australia. Australia America Singapore New Zealand feel like there was something else in between but maybe there's not and then I've kind of I've been back America a few times but I've just New Zealand's been more of a base whereas before I didn't really have a base probably here there everywhere but yeah but yeah now she's a house owning dog mum yeah I own a house I have a fiance which is the weirdest thing to say literally is the weirdest Um, thing to say it's amazing but he's nice (laughs) Rosie loves him I love him it's like living with them is like having the two children I just didn't ask for the two grown-up children I didn't ask for that scrap like little dogs get annoyed with each other get annoyed with me like try and use me to bring me into the middle of arguments and be like no come on settle it pick a side pick a side it's like I don't I don't want to pick a side thank you I just want to just like make dinner in peace thank you please leave me alone Um, but he's so he's got this thing where I've said to him he can't 
I don't want to say he can't can't hurt me because he doesn't hurt me, but yeah, he yeah. play fights a lot, and so I have to now say to him, you have to like an, an enable your mode and then give yourself a like five second countdown before you can start play fighting. And if he doesn't do that, then he he stood down for ten minutes. Like, but yeah. Rosie literally, he'll like enable his mode, and the next thing you know, like I'm flipped on the couch or like he's I don't know, yeah. he's dropped me and absolutely just yeah. Going and for I just it. I literally quite a lot of the time just step over it and I'm like children that's enough now <laughs> I a love hat, it please everyone knows me as like the mum person and yeah. I regularly have to bring out my mum voice yeah as Benedict so happily describes it sorry Benedict you're being name dropped in this <laughs> um, uh, my mum voice I literally have to bring out the mum voice it's it's not it's not great yeah Anyway, that's anyway. probably enough waffle from mm. us. Oh, and I have two dogs. Just have to add yeah, that. Yeah, have to add that. Florence and Patrick, follow them on Instagram. <laughs> follow them on Instagram. Because their Instagram is really active. <laughs> their Instagram. No, don't, because I don't use it anymore. Um, but, yeah, I guess, like, I really wanted to jump in on, um, we've spoken about not really going to university, either of us, yes. and, like, the challenges we faced. But I think one of them that we were talking about the other day is, like, there's a huge social challenge of when you oh, are massively yeah, yeah when you're going through those years because predominantly you'd be going and studying 18 to 22 would it be yeah 21 22 21 22 and you've got like this whole um like a culture of I well I know in New Zealand I'm pretty sure it's the same in the UK like there's a co- a party culture <laughs> and like a social culture no it's definitely not the same in the UK people <laughs> just like mo- it's like Hogwarts people oh, yeah, mostly like just like study <laughs> we go to the li- they go to the library like constantly like clubs just aren't a thing in the UK really like binge drinking it, it, it's a really something I've only just discovered since coming yeah. here all of Absolute that is obviously from the Rosie. biggest crop of shit <laughs> uh, yeah the, the party yeah, yeah and like the so- social culture is so like is a, is a massive part of why a lot of people actually go to university and also yeah. a big massive reason as to why people end up doing like masters and all sorts because they don't yeah. actually want to leave the social side <laughs> of it behind more than they're interested in their study yeah and I think we, neither of us, ha- well, I went to uni for six months and I did leave. Um, and it was more just because I didn't, I was in Singapore and I didn't quite find my people. I just was a bit miserable. <laughs> but um, sorry if you went to school with me and you <laughs> knew me. Um, <laughs> but I think as well, like, we missed out on those key socialization. Yeah, we did. Socializing, socializing, so- socializing so- years. Socializing years. Yeah, we did. And we're kind of here as well to talk about the broad spectrum of things that come mm. with missing out on uni but also the stuff that the good things that can come out yeah. of missing out on uni like and not even like miss, missing out is kind of like the wrong term just deciding it wasn't the right thing for you and it's fine to decide it isn't yeah. the right thing for you Absolutely. but yeah that socialization thing is a really big thing because we are <laughs> we are quite little lonely people nanas we are little nanas and we don't have like a huge great big group of friends so like on a weekend it, we don't have like a big group of friends to like go on nights no. out with mostly because we'd be asleep by like 9pm yeah um, I mean obviously for me it's even harder really because obviously all my a lot of my friends are back in the, the UK, UK kind of beyond yourself obviously yeah well um, I don't really have any friends well I have friends in New <laughs> sorry everyone <laughs> sorry everyone you're not considered her no, friend no <laughs> but I mean like I've got friends in New Zealand and that's like that's fine but probably my closest friends live overseas yeah or like in New Zealand but like Avery's in Palmy sorry Avery for name dropping you she's up in Palmy I don't really get to see her that much like Regan's up north and yeah. those are probably like the two people 
aside from yourself that I would really yeah really spend a lot of time with yeah so it's, it is difficult like it's hard like it's it, people do just live a bit more spread out which to be fair also does quite often happen when you leave university because people kind of spread out and go back to where they kind of are from but I mean people I don't know if it's the same over here but people people tend to like move into cities so people either move to like Auckland or Wellington or Or like kind of stay because we've only really got (laughs) yes I was gonna say you very (laughs) a few cities a few cities (laughs) a few places to study Um, but yeah it's kind of the same in the UK people either end up like most people tend to end up in London yeah depending on what they want to do but yeah it but you do miss out on that like real building that sort of social group and having that like group of friends that you can go out with every like Wednesday to Sunday type thing you just, and just don't get absolutely get slaughtered drunk till 5am oh I God. have never experienced that I openly say that now oh, I think once I've experienced it but I wasn't drinking at that point I was just sitting up talking to someone I um, I think I have experienced it mostly because I used to live <laughs> in a hilarious house so I kind of have a semi-experience of it but yeah and I've like, vis- vis- visited friends at uni who yeah. have had I've kind of been up with them drinking a bit but not but nothing to the extent that they like would regularly yeah did you um, ever get FOMO a little bit yeah yeah like when my friends would be like oh what are you doing this weekend I'd be like oh uh, nothing because I've got nothing to do I've got nothing to do and no one to see because everyone's yeah. at uni and just is like living their lives yeah. without me then yeah I'd be a bit and especially growing up kind of in the countryside area where I grew up it, it was it could be really really isolating mm. at times and really isolating but yeah what about you did you used to get FOMO yeah but I was um I think it was because like we just obviously I moved in my last year of high school so I had yeah. all my high school friends but then when we moved all my high school friends went to uni and were like having that socialization but I was in another country <laughs> and yeah. I was with my mum and dad and I was like this is shit like being, right, I love me I won't have any to... I won't have any slander no no on. no <laughs> but honestly I couldn't think of anything better now than to be stuck in another like country a tropical country than my parents but at 18 I was oh, like yeah, no, no. I'm not even 18 I was 17 18 yeah 18 I guess I just thought it was I thought I was being punished <laughs> <laughs> I was like living the most luxurious life and I was like this is terrible because I have hell. no friends <laughs> this is hell I can't believe they've made me move to Singapore and I live yeah. in this really lovely condo overlooking the river and I like <laughs> this is hell I don't know why anyone would make me do this <laughs> I promise I'm not that spoiled. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Rose is like, yes, you are. Bitch. I've seen your house. I've seen your parents' house. Yeah, I was going to say, literally, oh, it's the best. Like, I've seen how I, your parents teach you, treat you. I'm going to say, I've seen how your parents treat you. Are you, are you... So just really going off on a tangent right now, <laughs> Rosie and I, we were just having a laugh because every time my parents have just moved back to New Zealand and they live, I think, like three hours away now, and every time we go to see them, we'll leave on a Friday night night after work and we probably get away about 5 36 depends on when auntie jeremy gets here yes and um we drive up to where they are and by the time we get there it's probably like 10 p.m and mum's there ready with like a bottle of wine and a cheese board and she's like oh, oh i just prepared a little something Literally, if you're hungry. i just prepared a little something it's this like luxurious cheese board featuring seven different cheeses from across the globe and this red wine white wine rosé anyone g and t it's like oh my god it's, it's like, overwhelming it's like but, 10 p.m and she, anyway i've just got this bread out of the oven and these cookies and it's like 
Yeah, see, okay. my mum and dad are very French. Like, they're not French, but they're very French. Yes, they, they just, are. Like, very, they do, like... A French lifestyle. They are very European. Yeah, yeah they, they are. are very European, which is great. It's amazing. It they are. Good. It's the best time. Going to see them is the best time. Like, yeah. Yeah, you just... And you eat and drink so much. You come back about five stone heavier than when you got there. But <laughs> we live in luxury. <laughs> but we live in... But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Wow, shall we actually get into it? Yes, let's actually get into it. That was what? so much. That was 15 minutes of just continual waffle, but never mind. Now you know, know a little bit more. Exactly. For the people that are listening to this that do actually already know us, they're probably going to be like, oh my God, this Dear is gosh. so dull. Wow, we already know all of this. You're so weird. But that's it's fine. Right. We believe know? that we have five followers to start with, yes. and that's our parents and Auntie Jeremy. And Auntie Jeremy and probably Benedict as well. Again. Oh, six. Again, yeah, exactly. Six. six, six, beautiful. Woo-hoo. Six. Um, but okay, so like, bring it back to 2018 yeah. when we first met. Why did you want to start a podcast then? I wanted to start a podcast then because one, I love to talk. Yeah, and I know that you love to talk also. Because yeah. we were just we would just talk endlessly. I think when we wanted to originally start the podcast, I'm pretty sure we wanted it to be like a gossip girl mm. dedicated podcast or something like silly like girls or Gilmore girls something silly like that not that there's anything wrong with gossip or Gilmore girls yeah but yeah we wanted it to be we just knew we wanted to do something and I've kind of always having like you a complete lover of podcasts Mm. like I mean obviously especially true crime yeah, or we love a good murder. Oh, we love a good murder. <laughs> like we're we're very different to your two normal average white women. We, we you know we really love true crime <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> true, true crime podcasts oh, and wine God. and dogs. We're so unique and individual. <laughs> no, but love true crime podcasts and like I would love to have the energy to do a true crime podcast mm. but there's so much research that has to go into it so yeah. just no thank you I would just I, you know we could do one and we could base it off the true crime podcast that we listen to <laughs> we're ripping off yeah. we've taken all the research that you've done thank you so much and we're just going to rip that off entirely yeah. no but like if we went and like listened to like a hundred because there must be like a million podcast episodes on like the um, like John what's her name John Bonet Ramsey or like Mary McCann or like Ted Bundy we could we could use those as our platform for research we could we could let's not add something else to our plate because yeah we don't have yeah, the time fair. to listen to that many podcast episodes on Ted Bundy. As you can tell, I'm quite ambitious. Yeah, it's quite ambitious, yeah. Love a good bit of Ted Bundy. Love a good bit of Ted Bundy, oh, God. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, always love listening to them and be like, actually, wait, I feel like I could do this. We could do, we yeah. could make a podcast. And, you know, our, our conversations are so interesting that they we are. should definitely open them up to everybody else. Yeah. What was your main goal for starting a podcast do you think like what was your main reason what was your why what's my why do you know it's funny because you say that I like talking and I do like talking when it's like you or with Joe or Mm. like with my family or like super close friends but if I'm in a work environment and someone said it mentioned it to me the other day they're like I guess because everyone else is so loud and so blah, 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 and trying to get a word in on top of each other that I'm probably the quietest person in a room. Like I'm always like watching, observing, yeah, pulling what information I need, but never really saying much because I think everyone else does the talking and then otherwise it, like, yeah, it just yeah. goes in circles. Um, so just, I don't know why I thought I needed to add that, but I did. That's relevant. <laughs> um, but my why, I don't know. I've just always... 
loved the idea of it and then also I think being able to like offer inspiration yeah and like some form of value to people and like create yes. that connection with yes, different yes, people yes. yeah and for you and I I feel like we've really hit it with the um girls without degrees because it's not necessarily what we're going to focus on but something that I've had a lot of people say to me in the past few yeah. years they're like oh I really want to do this but I don't have a degree and I wish I knew what I wanted to do but I don't know what I want to do and I dropped out of uni and I'm like yeah. basically going to fail my life and I'm talking like younger women and they just think that they're a failure because they didn't get, finish uni and yeah. it's like no it's not I really want to uplift and support that kind of community and like yeah no absolutely no 100% agree with you 100% mm. and I think in the last couple of years really I've become super passionate about it and yeah with being able to kind of not blag my way into jobs at all because you know I am capable of doing the work I do but being able to kind of talk my way into it a bit and just kind of basically just come into stuff with that confidence when you're younger that confidence isn't always necessarily there and mm. you're so right it's people are you either drop out of uni you decide not to go you feel like you're a failure and everyone else around you is going and you know job adverts are all like oh you need a degree you need this you need that it's like oh my god I'm clearly just a massive failure you're mm. not a massive failure and actually you can gain work experience you can gain skills without having going to university and it helps you get there just super quickly because I know you've been applying for a lot of jobs lately yeah. and you've had and you and I've obviously had our conversations but yeah. you've had the question do you have a degree or do you have some form of edu- like tertiary yeah. education um how do you manage that I always manage it actually I tend to not jump not jump on the defensive that's mm. the wrong way but I always start with basically kind of talking like I am now yeah. and being like oh I'm actually super passionate about this I don't have a degree and I'm really passionate about opportunities for people that don't necessarily have a degree because I didn't go to university because at the time when I was 18 years old I had no idea what I wanted to do yeah so I wasn't going to go and kind of spend that time and money in something I probably would have dropped out of anyway getting a degree when I had no idea what I wanted to do it I don't think it would have set me up in the right way it wasn't the Mm. right choice for me I just basically look back on it and give kind of the most like eloquent educated type more not even educated but kind of just explain my point as to why I didn't go not just be like oh I just didn't want to because yeah you I create the narrative around it and also because like I say I've become super passionate about it and have helped other people make come to like a similar realization that it really isn't the be all and end all yeah you just kind of build yeah build that narrative around it really is I mean it can be a quite a jarring question and you do feel a little bit like you're on the spot sometimes because Mm. you do get you get the question a lot like especially when you're our age you get oh what did you do what did you do at university it's like oh I didn't go to university and you do sometimes I'm sure people aren't thinking this but there are times when you're like oh my god they probably think I'm really stupid and there are times yeah. when you feel stupid yeah like, you're like, oh I'm clearly not academic not academic enough yeah. and then sometimes you see the people that you know that have gone to university and you look at them right like Facebook statuses and it's entirely misspelled and you're like yeah okay I think it's uh, it's not always necessarily an academic thing <laughs> yeah no definitely I think as well like I um whenever I get asked the question I'm always just like the same thing as you like I kind of talk to it because I am passionate about it and I explain like 
that I did start studying and quickly realized that it wasn't something for me, but I've yeah. been able to like pull all and all these experiences and skills. And I've essentially got an extra four or five years of work experience yeah. on top of someone my age, because I've got that drive yeah. to like go in and learn and self teach. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think as well, when you go into the workplace, because obviously, I mean, I know that you've done some like admin type roles mm-hmm. as well, but don't look down on those kind of entry level jobs into things so if we take like our own personal examples here so you know you and I both super passionate about digital marketing social media that sort of thing it's quite it's it's an exciting industry and it's also quite a popular one so it can be quite hard to break into yeah there and I was having this discussion actually with a recruiter a couple of days ago and there's nothing wrong with entry-level jobs that might not be quite what you want exactly yeah but like don't don't like don't look down your nose on like an at your nose at like an admin role because you'd be amazed at the like bedrock of skills that it builds the skills and also the opportunities that it can lead to yeah. because you're not if you can get into a company that you want to be in and I always believe that you should like find the places that you want to work for not just take a job because it's a job yeah but find something that you really believe in and if you can get into that company it doesn't matter I mean like with my current job I just went straight in the back door with a like a sales support role and then was mm. as soon as a digital position came up I put my hand up I was like please 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 like yeah I can do this and it's definitely taken a lot longer for me to prove myself because I didn't just go sit in in an interview room with my CV so I went into this role having no one in the company understand or know what my background was Mm. and I think what I've been in that role seven months now and it's taken me seven months to actually like be like this is my skill set but yeah. I've managed to work myself to a position or a point that I'm really proud of and I'm really happy yeah. with um, but like you say you had to kind of take that slight like alternative route to yeah. get there but you got there and this is yeah again this is why it's so important because if you'd have looked down your nose entirely at that sales support job you wouldn't be in the position potentially that you're in now. Because no, absolutely not. You just would have you would have struggled to get there, and it can be it, like I say, it can be it can be really hard, and it can be really disheartening to feel like you're just not being considered for stuff because mm. you don't have a degree. And yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously, I'm cu- currently in a in a job search, and it's a lot. Like it is yeah. a lot, and you see tertiary qualification required, and also it has not. And sometimes they don't even specify the field that it needs to be in. So you look at a marketing job, and they're like tertiary qualification, and it doesn't specify the field at all. So you could have a degree in anything, yeah, and potentially still qualify. Make like tick a box, tick a tick a box, and yeah. make it your resume makes it to the top of the pile over someone that has like a couple of years of experience. Yeah, it's, and it is it it can be really challenging challenging, but we are. Uh, like living embodiments of the fact that you can make take it work. you can make it work you yeah. can take alternative routes and I think like we'll touch on it a, like we'll maybe zoom into it or focus it on more um, on it more in a later episode but our biggest piece of advice or my biggest piece of advice is um, take any opportunity that ar- arises as, as I said like as long as it feels right for you and then move into like move your way up and figure yeah. it out as you go don't be afraid to just take a job because you really want to get into a company like it's never the worst idea no it isn't at all and like you say people get to know you then within the company and mm. you drop like 
little nuggets of information and like you get yourself you put yourself out there you get yourself involved obviously not like working yourself to death trying to work you know the job you're currently in and then like doing a load of other voluntary work for another department Mm. type thing that's not what we're saying but just making those connections and sometimes it can be much easier to make those connections once you're in the company yeah once you're in and what you're doing yeah um and you'll get there like you, yeah. you will get there it just it there are unfortunately times where it may just take you that teeny bit longer yeah but whilst you're in this other role you've potentially taken you're building up a load of other skills like it really is fantastic yeah. and especially as well I know when I moved across from admin to marketing mm-hmm. um like three years ago kind of officially moved it was uh, four years ago actually it was really challenging to get people because I'd never done an official marketing job before I'd done it like for like you know for other people's businesses a bit more freelance but it was challenging to get my resume out there but actually you'd be amazed at the kind of skills that you can learn in like sort of like an admin role or some or customer service type role Mm. or even hospitality anything and you can turn those on their head and turn it into transfer them into marketing because marketing is purely communications yeah like that's what it is and if you've got like that base of customer service for example you'd be amazed at how you can flip that and turn it into you know understanding rapport and like yeah like people skills people skills oh massive like that's genuinely one of the biggest things that you can have and actually again this is a really strong thing we want to say here is we're really not here to be to shit on people that have gone to university at all but I I don't know you have as well personally worked with people that have gone to university and and like clever people and everything but they you know and sometimes people will come in and like the person that recruits them like oh yeah amazing they've got this degree from blah 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 and it's like cool great and they get there and actually some of their people skills are quite lacking because sometimes mm-hmm. obviously if you've gone straight into university from school you just don't sometimes have that level of like I that, think you have different you job have, you, experience you and that have, exposes you to different people yes. and different communication styles. Yes, definitely. There's definitely nothing wrong with it, but but yeah. It, yeah. But it's um but like I say, and it's kind of just more I more bring that in to show you that actually university isn't the be all and end all and you yeah. can pick up skills that you don't necessarily pick up at university that come into that come in real handy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's okay as well, like to change your mind. It's okay okay to yeah not know what you want to do I mean as I said before like I jumped between countries and I think I jumped I've had a job as like a retail store manager I've had a job as a waitress I've worked in a winery I've worked as a horse trekking guide I've worked as a horse riding instructor (laughs) I've worked in PR I've worked in marketing I've worked in like agency backgrounds um it's like it's okay I think all of those kind of different roles have given me the opportunity to really take something that like understands people and understands how people engage and interact with each other and then obviously just combining that with my love for being on Instagram (laughs) definitely helps it's the best thing about working in social media is like yeah I'm actually just working I'm just doing research I'm just doing research (laughs) I'm watching this reel of this dog like walking down the stairs fun it's research it's research research. content ideas it's all content ideas I have spent my screen time is like 19 hours a day but it's purely research I'm trying to find the next trending (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah but no I think the biggest thing we want to just create with this is just a positive space for 
people that uh, don't have degrees but are still doing okay in their lives. Yeah. Like, we got this. You got this. It's all good. Yeah. Um, and obviously we're going to talk about a load of other stuff as yes. well because... So I asked Rosie, this is my... Like, I've been looking forward to this part oh, and God. we will wrap up soon because we don't want to talk your ear off for too long. No. Otherwise you will hate us. Um, and not want to listen again. But Rosie is going to give us... What should I... Like, give you a two minutes max to give me a cultural roundup. Oh, God. So just okay. a bit of background. I am I love social media but pop culture and everything like I I don't want to say I couldn't care less for it. I like like knowing what's going on, but in the same respect, I don't go out looking for it. Whereas Rosie, she can, I just come to her every day. I'm like, can you please tell me what's happened today? <laughs> and she's like, Harry Styles did this. Um, Ariana Grande did that. I don't even know. Meghan Markle, blah, blah, blah. Pizza, pasta, Italia. And then all of a sudden something about Elon Musk. And I'm like, amazing. <laughs> yeah. So none of this is like important news. So it's not no. like, um, so this has been happening and the current situation in North Korea is this, although North Korea Just, did actually fire missiles into South Korea and that they were, anyway. Okay, okay. But, <laughs> also you know, maybe a news roundup. Yeah, I don't, this isn't going to be like an official news roundup and everyone that knows me knows that I like to consider myself a relatively intelligent person, but also I love trash culture. Yeah. And I think I'm yeah. going to sing a song for this intro, uh, this segment. Are you? Okay. Maybe not this episode. I've got to practice first, but I would really like to introduce your (laughs) segment with a song. Oh, my God. Because I really think it'll get... We're all going to be treated to... It will get the viewers and the listeners. (laughs) They will start listening to the podcast because of the culture. Okay, right. That's my terrible French accent that I practice all the time. I'm so sorry to anybody that is actually French and is listening to this. (laughs) We've got a long way to go. She's got a long way to go. And also, yeah, so we're going to get... Yes, we're gonna all gonna be treated to a song, and I think don't practice it in front of me. I want no. I want my, <laughs> you like, want to hear it the first I time. I want to hear it for the first time okay. whilst this is being recorded. So this is really good. Um, what ammo <laughs> we should we use? No, it's uh, a reason to listen to our next episode. Yeah, exactly. There will be a song. Exactly, there will be a song sung by the particularly beautiful singer that is Madison Hall, whose mum told her to never sing to in front never of anyone sing in her life and don't dance. And which, here I am. And here we are. And we did a dance class yesterday we did right anyway yes do, i'll just do a little this is the pop culture of the week <laughs> okay hit it rosie oh god the pop culture of the week okay so starting off with the fact Ooh. that um elon musk obviously bought twitter this week officially did he? yeah he officially took over so i have to say i didn't know he was gonna buy it yeah so he made plans to buy it like a couple of months ago and he was gonna buy it for 44 billion dollars <laughs> Yeah, big, big old money. And then he said, actually, wait, I'm holding off on buying it until Twitter can tell me how many of its users are bots. And I have to say, I thought that he then wasn't going to buy it because he was like, oh, no, there's too many bots. I'm not interested. And it kind of would have been Mm. quite a good get out of jail free card for him. But yeah, he's bought it in the super interest of like um, free speech. Like he's very passionate about free speech. So I think he'll probably try and bring like... Donald Trump and stuff back into it to uh-huh. be honest with you so yeah that's fun but obviously the big news now that he has it he well he got it and then he the first day he was there he like fired a load of executives from the board that uh-huh. immediately off the bat loads of people also dressed up pretending they'd been fired from Twitter and they like went and stood outside the headquarters and like I've just been fired from Twitter blah 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 and I tried to get people to give them money it transpired that they weren't they'd never even worked there oh, which is like randoms um, but yeah so Elon Musk wants to introduce well he initially said that he was going to introduce a $20 a month 
like subscription thing for people to keep their verified blue ticks on Twitter. Oh and then Stephen King was like, obviously, the like horror novelist was like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. And then Elon Musk went back to him on Twitter and was like, would you do $8 a month? <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, Elon Musk within like a few days of opening it, uh, owning it, got parred by Stephen King and they tried to bring it, he's now trying to bring it down to $8 a month. And obviously there's this whole argument about, well, if people are having, people, no one wants to pay to be verified. Elon Musk like, you should be paying for it because Twitter isn't making enough money from advertisers alone. It needs to make money somehow. So, you know, an $8 a month, realistically to a lot of people, obviously that are verified, isn't a lot of money. So like Mm. you take, you take Stephen King, for example, $8 a month is literally like nothing yeah. on him because he's obviously yeah. super rich but I can understand why he's kicking off about it yeah but like you shouldn't have to pay to be verified no you I mean, shouldn't like... have to pay to be verified and obviously because as well if people are not if it, this does come through and people are not paying to be verified then obviously they lose their blue tick and it opens up that yeah. quite scary world of where people can more easily pretend to be celebrities yeah. and I was reading a really interesting thread talking about it was like some random English actor I can't remember who it was I think someone who was even on EastEnders for a time but he was mm. basically talking about the fact that before verification came into place he someone had been pretending to be him and was like grooming young boys oh wow yeah so it brings in like this whole quite scary element of yeah. like people not knowing who to trust not really. knowing who to yeah. trust and the fact that people will do a lot for people that they think are celebrities because they want that like power yeah. so that's quite scary um and that's kind of my biggest pop culture roundup for this week really i'll have more trash that's quite a serious one i'll probably have more trash for you um next week next week um, um christmas is obviously coming up mariah her christmas oh her christmas oh my album. god her christmas reel did you see that on her peloton when she was like yeah yes. the halloween to christmas yeah one? And she, I was yes like, yes uh do you know what i love and i saw this really funny tweet that was like i like that mariah has become more like sort of like the more of the icon of christmas than jesus christ himself <laughs> literally <laughs> like, actually like literally it's gonna be really sad when she dies i know she's not like nowhere near it but no, i just I know. think it's like gonna for really us it's gonna be really dies. sad when she dies yeah it's gonna be really sad when she dies and obviously in exciting news the new series of the crown is coming out soon so that is going to be probably my entire personality being princess diana in the 1980s given i just renamed i named my car after princess princess diatsu princess diatsu um yeah well, and that's kind of me over and out really with the culture update please tune back in next time for more and probably more trash because there hopefully won't be another elon musk related story because that's kind of serious well i actually have something to share i'm oh my god go. what so i'm planning for a wedding amazing amazing but i just saw this influencer that i follow and mm-hmm. um, she's got like a bikini brand her name's like kirby is this where you're going to tell me you're getting married in a bikini no oh my god are we having an i wanted wedding? to show you this because it was amazing i was like oh karina karina irby but you were close to Kirby. Kirby, yeah. <laughs> she just got married in Bora Bora, and I oh was like, god. oh my god. But she got married in a bikini, and she looks so hot. Yeah, she does. She is like such a like um, what's oh it my called? God. Like an advocate for curves. I oh, love she her. Looks, oh my god, her bum is amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I love that she's not like a stick insect creature. Yeah. Oh, she looks amazing. She's so natural, and she like always shows off her cellulite. I love that about her. But I just want to go back to the fact that she got married in Bora Bora, and she said when he 
says, let's just run away and get married. And then she's put me and bikini ring party emojis. So did they, like, me. Did they elope to Bora Bora, basically? Uh, they must have, yeah. Right. So two things. One, should Their we friends have... were there, just so you know. Should we have an underwater wedding? <laughs> have you, have well, you... Has Joe talked you into this? Because he wants an <laughs> underwater wedding. And I'm like, no. <laughs> have you ever seen that video, though, where the bride jumps into the water? No. And she has, like, a big dress on. And obviously the dress turns into, like, a parachute and she nearly drowns. Oh, my God. But I watched an episode of Say Yes, the dress once where they were having an underwater wedding. No, I don't and want an had, underwater like, wedding. a detachable, like, waterproof Fuck. skirt. It was the most disgusting no. I've ever seen. Okay, so no, no. underwater. But I'm just really surprised you mentioned that because Joe's mentioned it a few times. And it was actually just before he proposed that he was like, we can get married under the CA. And I just kept looking at him like, you're fucking mad, mate. But The thought of you getting married under the CA is really funny. I used to be such a like ocean child. And now I'm just like, no, thank you. No, I can't believe that you're not an ocean child. Anymore. I think put me in a lagoon. That's fine. Well, you can get married under a lagoon. Yeah. You can organize that. Okay. There's clearly not going to be an underwater wedding. But secondly, anyway. the second thing is, don't you dare elope because... Well, no, you would come yeah I, I wouldn't actually. elope but I'd be like hey like you mom dad auntie Jeremy I guess floss patch like get on the plane we're going to Bora Bora we're going to Bora Bora <laughs> we're taking the dogs to Bora Bora nice um, it would be much easier to be fair planning a wedding is stressful yeah like, oh I imagine it'd be so good well I kind of want you to do it now maybe when um you do your pop culture roundup I'll do my wedding life roundup yes I Over. love that yes if I anyone gives a shit <laughs> everyone gives a shit and I love to plan we, a wedding I in like 20 months just decided that also on air we're Amazing. so organized we're, you, we're can, you can tell organized. that we've really super followed a script for this um so also the day is thursday so the new episode of the kardashians is out today as well Ooh, so we should probably go and watch the kardashians yes. but, but thank, thank you for listening to the first yeah episode. thank you so much for listening to the first episode we promise that moving forward the other episodes probably have a bit more like structure no never (laughs) but we do have we have we have written out a plan we have a load of stuff we want to talk about um uh, (laughs) no we do have a load of stuff we want to talk about um varying from job searching to literally like living living, when we live together on at a summer camp when we live together in a summer camp in a very tiny cabin to not feeling intimidated in the gym and spaces oh yeah that's a good one yeah just lots of different things and if you want to hear we're talking as if we've got this like massive fan base of people that are going to answer this but if there's anything you want us to talk about or you'd be interested in just drop us a little comment and Ooh, drop please, us a DM. Yeah, drop us a DM. Oh my God, drop us a DM. Um, yeah, but follow us on Instagram. If you could please rate and review the show, that would be amazing because it helps us. And share and like, tell your friends. Share, like, what do they share, say? Share, like, like subscribe. subscribe. Bye. Bye.